Sans Pants Radio, Australia's least coherent podcast network. All right, cut for it. This is the Ladies' Guide to Dude Cinema. My name is Alex J, and with me is my effervescent co-host, Beck Chowers. This is the podcast where we watch all the movies that dudes have told us that we have to see. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, guys, quick update. We weren't meant to have uh, Jen Fricker on this week. Unfortunately, there was a scheduling error, mm-hmm. um, so that will be happening at a later date. We will keep you updated. So instead this week... Mm. Taking a bit of a left turn genre-wise. Yes, not doing a Spielberg this week. No. <laughs> and I don't know I can't I don't know who I am anymore without yeah. Spielberg in my life. Honestly, I miss him. I miss him too. Mm. I miss him after watching this movie a Fucking little bit. Fucking hell, guys. Yes. This week we are watching the Blues Brothers. Yeah. The 1980 80, 1980 uh, comedy classic. Alex, I'm about to ruin your world. What? Oh, wait, no, I'm looking at the wrong. Wait, what? The 1940 classic. Oh, okay, sorry. I've got the wrong IMDb up here. And I was like, Alex, it's 1998. And then I was like, there's no way. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Blue that- was dead by then. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that movie was made. No, you're right. 1980 is when it happened. For a hot second, I thought you were going to tell me you'd watched the sequel and not the original. Yep. And- <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I could reenact the movie for you if needed, but it's best that we're reviewing the same one. For sure. Okay, so The Blues Brothers. The Blues Brothers. (laughs) Uh, I can't remember any of the songs from it or else I'd do a little. Well, they're not songs from it. They're they're just songs songs that they've put. Okay, this Um, fucking. Rolling, rolling. There we go. Uh, Beck, what's your history with this movie? Well, the only, never knew anything about it. I I reckon it's a big cornerstone of dude cinema. Yeah. Something I've always been told to watch. Something Mm -hmm. that's kind of like people always reference. They're like, you know, the thing from the Blues Brothers. Yeah. I couldn't tell you whatever those references are. Mm -mm. Just know that I've heard them somewhere in the ether. Belushi. Mm, Probably like the main one, right? Absolutely. And it was well when we did Animal House back in episode nine. Holy crap. I know. That's so long ago. Yeah. Um, That we knew that like they made this movie, the whole Mm. Animal House crew were part of this movie. Yeah. Like a lot of Mm. crossover and cast and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had you ever been shamed for not for not seeing it no i don't think so mm. but i was talking to a friend while i was watching this movie it's like they're like what are you up to and i was like oh watching the blues brothers and they're like oh man i feel bad i've never seen it i was like i'm not even shaming you yeah <laughs> i just said that i'm watching it what that's the kind of power this movie ha- has yeah right and and that we have no we're the mm. opposite of that we're like yeah d- Against shaming. Yeah. Please tell us the movies you haven't seen. I was begrudgingly being like, no, I gotta watch this fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> What's your history with it? Um, I'd never seen it, but definitely have had the I can't believe you haven't seen Blues Brothers. Um strangely, I it must have been because of my dad, but I grew up loving the Blues Brothers. 2000, the sequel. What? I don't know why. What happens in the sequel? I can't remember it. It's okay. so long ago, but obviously Belushi's not there. I think John Goodman replaces him. Right. Oh, the um, king of the 90s movies. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And I think there's a kid in it too. And um, I just remember thinking it was like, uh, same reason people love this first one is because it's cool. 
like, so it looked cool, like the, the suits, the glasses. I just remember thinking, like, just everything about it was cool. Mm. So much so that in year six for a, a school talent quest, my friend Cassie and I did a Blues Brothers, like, what? sketch. <laughs> We just got up on stage and sung. I can't even remember what song it was. I think it was like a country western song. It wasn't even blues. But we like I dressed up in, I think, suits. What? And like as little year six girls and like the, the glasses and like choreographed a dance to a song saying that we were the blues sisters. Okay. That's fun. Mm. Um, can I ask, so as it, you say sketch – yeah, and this movie as well. No, no, this isn't. <laughs> this isn't attacking you. So this movie has a lot of this of like a like a song happening, yep. and a dance. Mm. I do not understand how it's comedy. Ah, uh, interesting, interesting. Yes, okay. well, um, well, we can get into mm-hmm. the backstory of it. I just want to um, also mention that this was a listener requested. Oh, yes. Um, one. This is from Zoe. She emailed in a while ago saying that the Blues Brothers is always the. You can't believe you haven't seen. Absolutely. And um, once she got it three times from the same guy. No, Zoe. <laughs> Zoe, Zoe. He sat her down and made her watch it and she still doesn't know how she feels about it. Oh, that's three times. Three Take times. the hint. Dude, and then he still made her watch it. Guys. That's, well, Zoe, we're about to sum up <sighs> our feelings about it. So hopefully it guides you yeah, the direction you need just to tell, go. Just tell everyone these things. And then you can put this to bed and you never have to speak never about it ever again. have to think of it again unless you want to go into Blues Brothers 2000. Yeah. But. Or just send this guy this episode. Yeah. Just do a little share. Give it to him. <laughs> uh, shall we jump in? Yes. You better get bright, pal. We got a show to do. Then we got to figure out some way to collect that gate money. Get it to the Cook County Assessor's Office as soon as they open in the morning. Joliet, Jake and Elwood Blues. Two men with a mission, and only 11 days. And don't come back until you've redeemed yourselves. Our Lady of Blessed Acceleration, don't fail me now. Beat! It's two guys in suits going around doing stuff. Do, 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 do. I don't know what this movie is really about. <laughs> They'll never get caught. They're on a mission from God. A mission from God. Sorry. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Jake Blues is just out of jail. Mm, I don't think their last name is Blues. No. It's Elwood. Yeah. Okay, Letterboxd, you're fired. Let's go somewhere else. But no, it says it here as well on really? IMDb. And his brother Elwood. No, it's like oh. so his name is Elwood. Oh, I thought their last name was Elwood. Elwood is a last name. Okay. It's not a first name. Um, first up, that's a bad sign. Yeah, shit. Oh, so their last name, Jesus. Okay, Jake Blues is just out of jail and teams up with his brother Elwood on a mission from God to raise funds for the orphanage in which they grew up. The only thing they can do is what they do best, play music. 
So they get their old band back together and set out on their way whilst getting in a bit of trouble here and there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the tamest what the fuck? <laughs> they get in a little bit of trouble, trouble there, there, there. A spot of bother, if you will. Yeah. Um, that implies that their car just, like, ran out of gas. Yeah. <laughs> This is not. A t- they just needed to like, replace the tire at one point. Yeah. All right. So first impressions. Um. Look, I'm. You watch this movie first, as always happens every week. <laughs> Alex watches it and then informs me on the length of it. <laughs> yeah. And you say it's two and a half hours, and immediately. Just FYI. Yeah, I was like, I'm not. Oh excited yeah. So to it's watch two and a half hours at all of a comedy mm. movie that I could. I didn't know what to make of that going in it's a bad sign and it wasn't mm. it was it wasn't wrong it, no <sighs> this movie dragged up top can i just say mm. i'm putting it on the table this was hard i could i already struggled to concentrate on watching movies same this really fucking tested me mm. i had to watch it in two sittings yeah and i kind of don't remember much from the first sitting i do i i could not tell you what happens in this movie yeah it's it's an easy movie to just get distracted while watching. Yeah, because it's so. I guess the plot the plot's a mess, mm. um, and I say that with love, uh, because the background of this is this originally was an SNL sketch. This is one of like the very few oh god few movies that have the backbone been of terrible made. movies. <laughs> but like you know, well Wayne's World was originally a sketch. Like so, yeah. it's okay, from that era. That so. Going in, I was like, I already had an affection for it because I'm a, like love SNL and always have. Um, so I was like, okay, SNL sketch. That's a interesting basis going in. So it's got to be pretty funny because mm. SNL the SNL writers from the '80s, like yeah, that was the, like prime, prime time. Yeah. yeah, but the plot's just a fucking mess. I it's so hard to keep up, and it's so fast paced, but and and so much happens. That it's so easy to get distracted because you're like, fuck, I don't even know who this person is in this scene. Why are they so mad? Yeah, and for a bunch of sketch writers, I was like, it's not very like – I couldn't tell if it's like they were trying to make every scene a sketch. It felt like that, yeah. But right. then the sketches were shit, so – yeah. There were like there was some gags in it that I was like, that's funny, and I was like, mm. write this down because you'll forget because just off the top of my head, I can't think of why this movie's funny. Yeah, me too. But there were there were a few gags splattered throughout that, like, okay, that's where the comedy is. Yeah. But so the backstory I read is that Dan Aykroyd, they were, like, commissioned to make this movie before they'd even written a script or had a budget. Oh, no. So then Dan Aykroyd was kind of gifted the the job to write the screenplay yeah. and he'd never written a screenplay before and like legend is that no one wanted to help him so oh, <laughs> fuck that's a bad sign and so like he's a baby at this point you know he's yeah. so little i think it's pre-ghostbusters is it i don't know um oh, yeah i'm gonna go ahead just of the quality sure. of this movie and yeah. say it was definitely pre-ghostbusters because john landis is the director and he him and Ackroyd wrote and, you know, created Ghostbusters together, which yeah, is... which is a wild step up. Yeah, hugely <laughs> different. And so Aykroyd's, like, first draft of the screenplay was not in screenplay format. It was just, like, more like a stream of consciousness outline of a plot. 
It was 360 pages long. Are you fucking which is joking me? Double the amount of a normal screen, like feature That's length screenplay. Than Star Wars was, and that was a <laughs> fucking mess. And so then he gave it to Landis to then, you know, beat into a, a screenplay format and. That's what ended up being made. So I feel like that's not a great starting point. That's, oh. And you can tell because the plot is all over the place and there's so much in it. There's like three movies worth of plot that they've tried to cram in. Yeah. I mean, so basically what I – what do you gather the plot, the overall plot be for this movie? Well, I always thought that this movie – I didn't know it had anything to do with crime in it. I, I genuinely just thought that they – were musicians and they were trying yeah. to make it big. I didn't know that they were like on the run and I don't know, were they even? Yeah, they yeah, were. But Were they? But from who? Uh, it was, from yeah. From like 20 different groups of people. It was, yeah, it was clearly one of those things that were like, we've got to get all of our friends in here. Yeah. And they had like, tw- yeah, they had like 20 different groups of antagonists. Yeah. Like just pick one, pick one evil mm. person, pick one villain, but... Yeah, the credits at the end went on. Oh like, my god! The turn and smile to camera. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, you, as you know, I love the turn love and it. smile to camera. I think it is one of the best. Yes. Cinematic choices of all time, especially in the beautiful like, Pre- action drama yeah. that was Platoon. Yeah. <laughs> no wait, it wasn't Platoon. No, it was Predator. Fucking Predator. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Where the fuck? Is I thought that? they were going to do it in Platoon at the end. No, Predator. Yeah, it was both, they're both jungle movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I understand how you made that mistake. Or one genre. Yeah. Um, what was your question before? <laughs> I forget. Sorry, I'm just imagining the turn and smile like in Platoon. <laughs> but everyone's like got no arms and legs <laughs> and they're just like pushing back tears. <laughs> PTSD oh. flashbacks as soon as they smile. Oh, Faint chopper oh. noises in the background. <laughs> but the turn is like, it went on for so long that I was like, I think you've ruined turn and smile the cameras for me. Yeah. Oh, you asked what was it what oh, was, was it about? about? <laughs> yeah, sorry. And then we went on another tangent. Yeah, I guess it's just that John Belushi's character gets out of jail and they just, they're trying to save the orphanage, which was a plot point that was, was immediately n- forgotten as yeah. soon as it was introduced. Not clear at all. No. And so they need a bunch of money, but at the same time they're on the run from like, yeah, heaps of different people mm. and they're trying to get the band back together <sighs> for a big performance at the end of the movie. Yeah, but it's so – I, sorry, I'm still trying to wrap my head around mm. – how it all came together. It's a two and a half hour comedy. That's not okay. No. And as well, like the big performance at the end, it's not like they had that pre-planned. Like they planned that shit yeah. on the day. On the fly. Yeah, exactly. They were, were, yeah, it's a really weird, there's no three act structure to it. No. Like the, yeah, you're right. That just kind of is thrust, thrusting at the end. They're not working towards that. They're just kind of on the run. Yeah. Just causing shit and on the run for the whole movie and then do a song at the end. Um, should we start with cast? I guess, because I can't. I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck happened. But yes, let's go with cast. Yeah. Okay. First of all, Dan Aykroyd. Yes. What do you think? I don't know. Yeah. I don't, um, <laughs> it's because wear, they wear the hat and sunglasses the entire movie. I don't think they take them off at any point. I don't, I don't think, think we see, see their, their eyeballs. eyes. No, there's so no like, eyeballs. I don't know what this performance what? is. Yeah, so true. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's frustrating. It really limits you being able to get into the performance. Yeah. 
I I really liked Dan Aykroyd, mm. um, especially for some reason when they sung that Rawhide song. Yeah. Okay, rolling, rolling. that was kind of hot. Oh, yeah, I'm I not was... going to lie. I was like, the bass on this, okay. Yes. And um, just like the stoicism of just like standing there like with their hand, like, you know, they kind of put their hands in front of them. Yeah. Rolling, rolling, rolling. We don't roll hard. Oh, I got like turned on during that. Okay. I was like, I think I have a weird little crush on Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, no, that was the one point in the movie where I was actually quite attentive. Right, okay. And even when Belushi grabbed the whip, I was like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) All right, Belushi. All right. (laughs) Um, Also, (laughs) this is another little trip down my childhood memory lane. Dan Aykroyd was in a movie called My Stepmother's an Alien. Yes. Oh, do you remember that? I thought no, it was like a real B-grade movie. to the uh, How Did This Get Made episode about it. Oh, Because okay. it's got, um, what's her name in it? Michelle, no, I'm not Kim Michelle Basinger. Kim Basinger. Yeah. So that, I used to watch that as a kid and I don't remember what it's about. I guess his stepmother's an alien. I reckon you could safely say that. <laughs> yeah, I reckon that's an assumption that you could make. I think in the movie there was like a sexy scene. Purely probably just like the mm. two adults are making out in a bed or something. But as a kid, that was like crazy. That was like my little, I would watch it secretly in private because I thought it was naughty. <gasps> like it was like pre-porn porn for, yeah. for me as a kid. I just remember that. And so I think I just have already just an inbuilt little crush on Dan Aykroyd from that. Whoa. Okay. Mm. So that's my Dan feelings. Honestly, can I be real with you right now? Please. I have no idea what Dan Aykroyd's face looks like. It just without the sunnies. I know. I like we even we, we did Indiana Jones for the last. Oh yeah. And he gets a little cameo Popped in up. that, and that's why I had no, I had no idea. Yeah, right. Uh, you could show me a lineup of twenty faces, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, all of them are Dan. Aykroyd. I don't know. Uh, look, he's so generic looking. Yeah, I think you'd get a lineup of twenty Dan Aykroyds. Which one easily. is he in the Ghostbusters? I've never seen it. Whoa, okay. Your face, were you about to say you haven't seen it? I did, I did. You caught me and it was really scary. Vex's eyes just kind of like went a little bit wide, like split second. I think as I've seen it so many times because it was on TV all the time. I think I've seen it upwards of 10 times. Shit. All right, well, let's do that. Okay. Hell yeah. Maybe next. Oh, that'd be a nice palate cleanser. Um, Well, I've never seen it, so I don't know which one he is. Yeah, I can finally know who Dan Aykroyd is. (laughs) The computer's sitting in front of me right now. I could look it up, but I'm not going to. That's no fun. I like the mystery. Yeah. What do you think of Belouche in this one? Okay. I am going to say something problematic right now. Mm -hmm. And I... Because when we watch Animal House, the biggest joke in it is like, John Belushi's fat and he likes food. Yes, that's right. The whole cafeteria scene and yeah. everything. Yeah, I forgot about that. And like, yeah, I was like, okay, like it's not great as this isn't a great sure, of course. bit of comedy here. Mm. This isn't uh, the best way it's to- base level. Yeah. Represent yourself as a comedian. The entire brand is like, I'm going to die at the age of 42 from diabetes. Right, right, right. Like, yeah. I mean, and then it wasn't diabetes. (laughs) So, um, but like, honestly, in this movie, I was a bit confused as to why he was funny Mm. because it didn't play on that whatsoever. Yeah, so true. I was like, like, it wasn't there any Mm. more. Agreed. Actually. Yeah. They weren't comedic characters. No. That's probably where the difficulty is in figuring out why this is. Because, you know, comedy is mostly about the characters. Mm. 
And it was more just that they were in comedic situations, but like they didn't have distinctly different personalities or traits or anything. It wasn't as big and like loud as Animal House. Yeah. Like. Yeah, they weren't over the top characters at all. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was the gags were more just situational. Yeah. And even then, like I struggled to find a, with the thing of like just the songs in it, mm. I was like, are these meant to be funny? Yeah, like the actual sequences. Yeah, because they're just kind of like jarring. Yeah, actually, I don't know if the songs were meant to be funny. It's like a musical comedy. But this this music isn't original, you it's know. It's not original. Music. Like Aretha Franklin sings respect in the middle of this. It's the, the fucking cameos in this movie. I Yeah. I honestly, you know what I think is the uh, these guys, the whole like Animal House crew, had like they were like getting like they were at the height of their fame, and they're like, you know what, we want to hang out with fucking cool musicians and mm. get all of our friends in a movie. Yeah, we've been given money to do it. It generally doesn't matter what we do; they don't care. They can like fund yeah. this. So like, fuck you. Let's all hang out with like yeah. fucking Ray did, Charles. Yeah, I did read that Dan Aykroyd like specifically requested all of these cameos, and the studio because apparently like Aretha, I think only Ray Charles w- was the only one who'd had a recent hit. Everyone else was kind of past their prime. Yeah, and so the studio was like, let's oh, get James Brown. James Brown. I was like, what the? F-? <laughs> when he came on screen, I was like, are you fucking joking me? <laughs> And so I think the studio were like, let's get more modern artists. And Dan Aykroyd was like, no, we need these we need these blues artists. Yeah. So it was definitely like, yeah, him writing it was like, get all these sick people in for sure. Mm. Uh, yeah, with John Belushi, I couldn't tell why he was funny. Yeah. You're right. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. And I'm not saying he's not funny because they weren't playing on the fact that he was fat. I think that he mm. had a brand and then he had to move away from that brand and he didn't know how to do that. Or like he had a character trait, that they, but they just didn't have character traits in this. Yeah movie there's no there's nothing to distinguish the two of them apart except just one's taller than the other one yeah it's not like twins with Danny DeVito right. and Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> there's a classic like, these guys are different that classic character case study <laughs> <laughs> also I'm having a panic attack now being like was it Arnold Schwarzenegger in that movie yes okay cool cool, cool 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 yes I mean we'll get messages about it if of it's course not, so let us know uh so other cast, yeah, Aretha Franklin, James Brown. Shaka Khan? Shaka Khan? Yeah. Who that? She's the choir soloist. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> what? And not to mention else? Carrie fucking Fisher. Okay. I, I, we love the shit out of Carrie Fisher. Love it. I have never felt, and there's a lot of, we've had a lot of ham-fisted movies mm. on this podcast. Mm. It has never felt like more of a ham-fisted car- like cameo oh. having Carrie Fisher in this movie. Absolutely. Because this came out the year after Star Wars. Oh, my God. So, like, I reckon He's they rushed her, that. like, yep. between studios. Yep, definitely. Because her, yeah, it was just a mess of a plot because her character was introduced early and then we kind of didn't see her for, like, an hour. Yeah. And then she comes in right at the end and apparently this whole time she's had some arc where she, he left yeah. her at the altar or something. Which we are not privy to. And also that made me so pissed off because she's like, you left me at the altar and he does not recognise her yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> There's no consistency. They're brothers apparently. Yeah. And Dan Aykroyd's like, who, who are you? Who's <laughs> this bitch? And I was like, you organised a wedding. Your sister-in-law, mate. Yeah. 
And she's like, I remain celibate for you. And I was like, okay, if it was like a shotgun wedding, mm. that wouldn't be a thing. They mm. were clearly together for years. Yeah, for a or long something, time. Or like six months. And in that case, you would remember. And then like, I guess they're implying that she waited for him while he was in jail, but then that wasn't clear yeah. either. And I mean, I know. So how old are these characters? What, like 30? Yeah, yeah. How much of a life have you lived that you don't remember this woman? <laughs> The John Belushi life, maybe, because yeah, I read maybe. that behind the scenes he was like just off the chain with his cocaine habits, okay, and yeah. that he was like they went severely over budget because of him. He just wouldn't turn up to shoots, and because he'd just be doing coke in the trailer and shit. What the? F- I mean, so maybe I'd love to have the life. confidence one day, <laughs> or just be that off the rails that I'm like, oh, I do not care. So insane. Because they started filming it in Chicago and then they had to move it because he's from Chicago. He would just go to all these old haunts and just get fucked up. So then they had to move the entire production to Los Angeles so that he wouldn't keep getting fucked up all the time. What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. Are you serious? What a guy. What a life. Oh, my God. I mean, like. So sad. It makes sense that he was deteriorating because I was like, this is not funny at all. And also the fact that they put that much effort in. Mm. For not a lot of payoff in the performance. No. Yeah. And so Carrie Fisher, I felt sorry for her. I'm like, you're so yeah. beautiful and such a good actor and you've mm. been given this shit little bit role that doesn't really even make sense and just yeah. you're just a crazy lady who wants to kill her ex. Mm. Although I am glad that I have now seen in my life Carrie Fisher using a flamethrower. Huge. I'm glad that I got to see that. That was fucking dope. That has been on your bucket list for a while. I know. And now I can go peacefully. I see see it. It's on your wall. (laughs) Get a big tick through that one. Must see Harry Fisher with a flamethrower. Another little – I didn't pick this because I don't know what he looks like, but – Fucking okay, Steven Spielberg cameos in this. What? So we can't, so we can't get away <laughs> we from can't him. Get away from him. Who the fuck was he? He's the oh, he's the Cook County assessor right at the end. That they're like, I don't even know how to just like the big kind of finale where yeah. they 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 run into the big county assessor's office building and then they're, they're shutting all the doors and everyone's yes. like, and then they turn the around guy at the desk. That scene in Spielberg. Okay, that scene was actually pretty funny. Yeah, that yeah, like they're more like sight gags, like how they're just talking to him. They turn around and then the whole room's full with people of pointing rifles at them. Yeah, like there's those little things kind of scattered throughout. Mm. Also, the sheer number of people in this movie, the sheer number of bodies (gasps) alone, of just like how many people were involved in this, like that end scene. There would have been like. A thousand upwards of extras. Yeah, definitely. Not to mention all of the cars that they had to destroy and all the car chases and stuff. The big concert at the end, that was in like a 15,000 seat arena. It was huge. And you see the whole audience. It's not been doctored or anything. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And that would have been so hard to met, like for film. Like, I don't know how they would have just trying to like – I have only ever been on the smallest of shoots ever. Mm. I'm like trying to wrangle that many people. Oh, my God. And to get them all to fucking shut up and be quiet. Yeah. So apparently I think this is like legendary that it went way over budget or something. And mm. that's that shit is why. I mean, honestly, it could have been in a theatre like a, a fifth of the size and it and would it have still had the same impact. Still been, yeah, exciting. Well, for one, 
I just couldn't like logistically remove myself from the fact that you can't wrangle 15,000 people to go and see a show no. when you only start advertising that day. Uh, months of planning for festivals Please. can barely get, get 10 people in the door. Eight is a good night. And I know I'm not John Belushi, but still. <laughs> but neither was he. They're the Blues Brothers. You know, like they're meant to be unknowns. And there was so... <laughs> They were so underprepared for this show that they were about to do and they were running late for it. It frustrated the shit out of me. I was going to have a panic attack. <laughs> oh, especially you. At oh, how, no. How underprepared they were. I was like, guys, get to the fucking theatre. Yeah. I can't just sit and enjoy this movie right now. It's a, I've made that mistake of like uh, doing more prep like of doing more prep for the prepping than yeah. the actual event. Yeah, I mean, the admin, I'm like all yeah. over the admin of it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the show itself. Yeah. Oh, oh. whoops. That'll come later. <laughs> if I put everything else, it'll fall down. It'll go in there. It'll hit. I did like that there wasn't a romantic storyline, If ignoring the Carrie Fisher thing because that doesn't really count. No, definitely not. Neither of them were in love with someone or chasing a girl. Yeah. I appreciated that. That's a nice kind of remove. Yeah. Oh, Twiggy was in this movie. Oh, my God. I read that. (laughs) She's the girl in the car who comes up and is like, fill my gas. I was like, How much money did they have to pay everyone? I honestly think this movie was more about the behind the scenes parties than the actual movie. Sounds like it. Apparently they had an actual bar on set purely just for the cast and crew to party after shoots. I've closed my eyes and I'm shaking my head. Could you imagine? Oh, my God. It felt like, um, the yeah, it just was also disjointed. It just felt like they were like, here's a, a few funny things that we can do. Mm. Now let's just like kind of create a movie around it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like if I had like a stronger relationship with these actors, like if I had been for the last decade mm. watching their rise mm. and stuff, I would like really care. Oh yeah, and if you like grown affection for their sk- the yeah. characters on SNL to then see them in a movie would have been cool. Yeah, maybe like Avengers Endgame. You know, if I'd watched mm-hmm. all the Marvel movies, I would care, but Different I experience. don't. So great analogy. Never, thank you so much. I've never seen it. Some people gonna probably what? tell me I'm wrong. We don't care. We don't care. <laughs> Did you like the music in it? No. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is, I love all the songs that are in it. Yeah. Like, all of those artists are absolute goliaths and they've mm. made some of the most beautiful music of all time. It felt really shitty and cheap to throw them into these half-thought-out fucking scenes. You're right. Yeah, the actual setup to the scenes didn't yeah. really um, explain it or justify why those yeah. songs are in there. Like, I cannot stop thinking about, and also one of the only things that I actually paid attention was Aretha Franklin's mm-hmm. performance. Mm. Because, like, her husband, he's like, I'm going to go back out on the road. And I'm struggling to remember which famous person he was, but he's one of them. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't recognize his name. Doesn't matter. Um, and <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> I've never, I'm, I need everyone to understand we're trying so hard to give a shit about this movie. Yeah, we really are. It's a real fucking struggle. But in Aretha Franklin's uh, thing, he's like, I'm going to go out on the road. And she just like breaks into respect. Oh, it was um, no, respect, think. freedom. You better think, think. But I'm trying, trying to do to me. me. Freedom. You're right, it is freedom. It is freedom. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. And I'm like, this Thank you. Thank is you. not applicable to the situation no, respect would have been more. Actually, like- respect would have been. That's why my head's <laughs> putting it there because it's like this. It should have been respect. But then 
like even though she does this beautiful, huge choreographed number, he's still at the end of it like, nah, nah fuck I've got to go. <laughs> fuck you, Aretha. Also, Ackroyd and Belushi literally like at the like like three quarters of the way through the song, jump in with some very half-ass fucking choreography. Right. I'm like, is that meant to be funny? Ah, yes. No, I don't think so. Uh. It would be so different if we yeah, if we had already affection for these characters. Yeah. But I I I enjoyed their choreography sometimes like yeah. just like at the final performance when they just do little one step two step together and Yeah, it's cute. It's cool. Um <laughs> <laughs> This might be one of our shortest episodes on record. Oh. So let's talk about all the villains because there's there's just so many of them. Alex, I'm going to struggle so hard to know who's who. This is really well, I just want to make a point that, like, there's two villains max, I think, in a movie from all of these actions and stuff that we've seen. Not five, because in this one they had the Nazis. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> Jesus. There are Nazis in this, by the way. And you see a full-on Nazi rally, yeah. which is interesting. Cause I mean, honestly, the most relatable yeah. uh, to what's going on today. It's the most evergreen part of this yeah. movie. <laughs> The Nazis and then the band that that they stole yeah, the spot Matt from. Murphy's or something. And then the bar owner that they stiffed. Yeah, and, and the Raw Hide song bit. Yeah. Um, and the, just cops in general yeah, are after them. For no reason. I don't really understand if he, maybe he broke parole or something. but Yeah, it's uh, not clear at all. Uh, Carrie Fisher is a villain because yep. she's trying, like, at halfway through the movie, yeah, she flamethrows or bazookas them inexplicably. Um, and, yeah, and then the country western. Ba- yeah, there was just too, too many elements. There was too much going on. It was a fucking mess. As it, w- Alex, I want to know what made you laugh in this movie. Okay. As it is a two-and-a-half-hour comedy. <laughs> Surely there must have been some laughter in there. Well, I have three funny notes so we got oh, okay so we Whoa. got we got one laugh every what's that 45 minutes oh good <laughs> um just look for 1980 i think the the scene of the nun belting them would have been really funny yep yep like they're, they're little boys Fair enough. um and being scolded by a nun um them kind of like that big scene where they drive through the mall yeah them pointing out like, oh, it's got a this, it's got a that. This place has everything. Like, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. This is chaos. I didn't laugh. I was like, no. Huh. I recognize that that's comedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's meant to. There was a lot of movies. I was like, that is meant to be yeah. comedy. It is not applicable to my sense of comedy. Do you think this is another one of like, it's aimed at 16 year old boys' humor? <sighs> Can we stop writing like, movies that we've seen recently? They don't have any money. Why are you <laughs> playing to them? And you don't need to play to them for humor. Just show them some tits, and they, yeah. they'll get a chub, and they're in. They That's all they need from a movie. Dreams full of tits and a pocket full of cum. Don't give them things. Ew! I'm imagining I'm a sorry. pocket full of cum. It's so, but you know it's happened. It's you know it's happened. Definitely. There's happened. been an emergency, and it's had to happen. Speaking of cum, uh, weirdly, there's like when he's released from prison, and they're giving him all his. Um, belongings back they've got like a wrap a condom wrapper and then they're like a used condom did you see that honestly at that point i had already lost a lot of attention for the movie that was for the 16 year old boys for sure god um 
like when they're in the fancy restaurant and they're like slurping champagne and feeding each other and just being yeah. gross. Okay. Shit, yeah, all of these points are like what 16-year-old boys would find funny. Yeah. That they're wearing sunnies in the sauna. Like just like, and they're like I was saying yeah. before, they're all sight gags. They're not really like character gags. Yeah, no, no. Um, um, the car, like when they get out of the car at the end, it literally falls apart as soon as they get out. Yeah. That's literally all of the funny things. That- <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I can remember. My two are the, uh, now that you've said that, I was like, oh, yeah, that is comedy. Like, at the time, though, didn't bad night. Very similar eyelid. to Animal House. I think I don't think this was a National Lampoon's production, mm. but I think, yeah, there was a lot of crossover, but very similar. It was like that, yeah, 1980 situational comedy yeah. as opposed to anything deeper than that. Because the only scenes that I was like, oh, yeah, this is kind of funny, is the end scene where they're running through the um, – Bank, yeah, building, that, trying to get the Steven check Spielberg's cash. House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like I was like, okay, this is a bit more high stakes. I get this. Yeah, right. And then honestly, the thing I laughed at most was right at the end of the credits. <laughs> yeah. So they do all the credits, and it's all the smile turned to cameras. It goes forever, and then at the end, it's got like you know, like Shaka Khan or in the yeah. James Brown, Dan Aykroyd, and like John Candy as well. By the oh, way, yeah. in this movie, um, how they managed to not make John Candy funny, I don't. In the I, 80s, he, I don't know. He didn't – He yeah, his role wasn't – Nope. I don't think that was played for comedy at all. Nothing. Weird. Nothing there. Such a cast. Mm. And then the very end, the last shot, because they're all singing a song, it goes, the crew. The <laughs> and literally 60 white men. <laughs> there is not – you look. there <gasps> is not a person of colour <gasps> – I did not see a woman and they're all like swaying from side to side, just taunting the audience of like, fuck you. We've all got jobs in Hollywood because we can, because we can. And I just burst. I was like, of course, of course, this is how this movie got made. Yes. No, no one else was consulted. They were like, you. Well, that's it got made before a script was even written. It's just and, and they tasked it to someone who'd never written a script before. I just, I just what a the time. privilege put into what this movie. What a time, movie. what a privilege. <laughs> it's kind of satisfying to see that it's like, yeah, this movie is aged badly. Yeah, and that's what happens. And that's what happens when you don't consult yep. people with experience or people with different stories and ideas and backgrounds. Absolutely. On these things. <laughs> I guess one more point is just that it's very dude cinema and then they're constantly sweaty and you know they fucking stink so bad. Yes. Even like the poor quality of this movie. I was kind of shocked at how the mm. quality of it. How, ba- how bad it was. Yeah, because yeah. Star Wars was made before this. So true. And that like the quality on that, I mean, I guess because it's been remastered and it's been treasured and is very precious. Yeah, whereas Blues Brothers, they're like, no, nah, we'll just leave it. Yeah, they're like, it's funny. It doesn't need, it. you don't need to see what's going on. Just like kick it under the rug. Where yeah. is it? I don't know. We didn't do it. Yeah. Mm. Like it struggled. So you could still tell that they were dirty. Oh, yeah. And mm. that they just stunk. Like, you know, they're not laundering those yeah. fucking suits. You know, stunk. Why? They use their N word in this movie. Really? Yes. Who says it? I can't, I definitely feel like if I think it was one of the black actors, right? Surely that would have stood out. Oh, was it one of the Nazis? Maybe I thought it might have been one of the Nazis. <gasps> I think so. I, again, it's so hard to remember what happens in this movie. Oof. But I was kind of like, it's the eighties. Like, mm. it's, it's still a problematic time. But I think people were kind of done. 
Oh yeah, I think we everyone was pretty aware that that's not a cool word to use. Yeah. Again, we weren't there, but I the vibe, the vibe is all there. Yeah. I yeah, I honestly cannot begin to understand how this movie has the reputation it does. Yeah, I, I was really surprised because I have been told to watch it by people like in like my age bracket, which is so confusing. They've because... just been brainwashed by their boomer parents. That's yeah. all it is, mm. and they don't have objectivity to know that it's yeah. just a shit movie actually or they just worship at the altar of dude cinema and they're like mm. everyone says it's good so it must be do you, do you, those people definitely have gone to halloween parties dressed up as the blues yeah. brothers before oh, god i mean it's a very easy outfit like mm. i understand mm. sure I did, it, I did it myself at the age you of did? 10 what for the talent quest we dressed up like the blues brothers i just said that oh you said at the start yeah. of the podcast <laughs> I forgot. I thought we were revealing it. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> I'm lost in my own plot line here. Um, I was like, was that an off mic story or an on mic story? Uh, I wish I had a photo of it. I'm pretty sure we don't. I mean, I can imagine it. Yeah. Just take this face here, sunglasses, hat. Yeah. Boom. Done. Just a lot less, lot less lines. You've barely got any lines there. Oh, my God. Thank you. It's because I'm not smiling right now. <laughs> Lord. Okay. Um... <laughs> I mean, how long have we been going for? 41 minutes, surprisingly. Fuck. I don't know how we've managed to. Honestly, I my notes for this, I could barely take any because I had to be doing other things. Yeah. I could not sit and watch this. Same. I mean, I don't know. Is there anything else just from life that you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, <laughs> nah. Nah. Oh, can I just do a public service announcement? Mm. Um, as someone who is an essential worker in this time, um, for the love of God, stop going to retail stores on the weekend. Mm-hmm. I swear to most retailers are open past 5 p.m. on weekdays. You do not need to go there midday on a Saturday. I genuinely am overwhelmed and I'm really stressed out and I'm actually really fucking getting traumatized from being surrounded by crowds at the moment. There's so many people. And I bet none of those people are wearing masks or doing any cool stuff. Yeah. And I understand, like, I understand it's probably the easiest time you do it in here, but you need to know that retailers are now open at later hours to accommodate this kind of thing, to spread crowds out. Mm. And I would really, really, really appreciate it if you stop doing that. Or stop. Also, then stop approaching the workers. Yeah, oh. within a within a personal space boundary yeah. to ask a question. Don't run at me with your fa- phone outstretched, nearly touching my face. Be like, Ooh. excuse me, where's this? You disgusting COVID infected phone. I know none of our listeners are doing this. I know because you no, guys but are if all you fucking amazing. If you could pass it on to people, mm. oh boy, it'll be good. It'll mm. be real, real good. Because. See, I think I watched this after a really long day at work, and I it made it so much worse. And I don't, I don't, I don't want to be grumpy like this all the time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But other than that, all. What do you do? You have anything from life? Not really. Um, nope. <laughs> no? Okay. Well, should that be it? I think that's it. Wow. Oh, actually, just as a little clock eater. Um, <laughs> we got to give you the full hour, guys. We'll try and get there. Yeah. What? Oh my god! Fuck off! Oh, that's so exciting, guys. This episode. Do we do we tell the people? Yeah. Do we leave this in? Yeah, Alex just got approved for a new apartment. Woo-hoo! Oh my god! So cool. That's crazy. Yay! That's awesome. All right. 
Well, that's lifted that's my spirits news. for today. Hell yeah. Well, um, oh, I just uh, – She also went had, for under on the offering price and she didn't think she was I have it. A, I have a <gasps> kind of request for a new for a movie for us to watch. Oh, okay. Um, so Seth Rogen tweeted the other day, not at me. Oh, God, Alex. <laughs> I was like, how the fuck did I miss that? <laughs> How have we been, been talking about the Blues Brothers this last 42 minutes? I'm in the new Seth Rogen movie. What? I play his love interest. It's going to be fun. Now, he he tweeted, if you like Reservoir Dogs, check out The Killing, Kubrick's non-linear film about a no. horse track heist with an eccentric team of thieves is awesome and incredibly fast-paced for a movie from the 50s. No, Alex. So he's just done a blanket. Dude, cinema reco. So to everyone, and he's mentioned Alex. Reservoir Dogs and Kubrick. So I think we need to do the killing, Alex. I think that's in our future. Are you saying next week? <gasps> um, I don't know. I don't think I don't want to do it. I'm not oh, ready. Thank for, God. I'm not ready thank for another God. Kubrick. Yeah, ever if ever. If, if at all. Mm-mm. Um, but just well, we can have it on the back burner. Maybe a Patreon. Oh. We could perhaps. do it for a Patreon, perhaps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, oh god, we almost forgot to rate this, but I don't think oh, we shit. need to. Yeah. Um, how many? No, quick before that. Oh yes. Did this movie make you horny? No. Only a little bit during that. During that rawhide, scene. rawhide song. But I think that is the song rawhide. Yeah, actually. Yeah, anyone could sing that. Basic probably... country music gets everyone going. So true. Mm. So true. And that's it. Doesn't matter who you are. If you listen to a bassy country song, mm. guess what? You're horny, bitch. I am a big Garth Brooks fan, so I'm yeah. already like halfway there anyway. Ooh, baby. Okay. Um, would you recommend it on a date? No. Nah. No. Nah. No way. All right. How many ghosts of. Actually, we haven't been visited by the ghost of John Belushi this episode. That's right. He visited us during the um, Animal House. Yeah. It's very windy today, though. I know. It's an angry wind. Well, because the lights flickered when we asked him a question. But it's an angry wind. Maybe he's just real mad at our take. Yeah, maybe. Belushi, are you here now? What should we rate this movie out of? Will you be mad if we give it like one? He seems to be okay with it. He seems to be okay with it. Um, Because I would give give this a two. A two? A two ghosts of John Belushi's. Why two? As opposed to one oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> or none. I thought you were or gonna, none. We'll flip it. Like why not four? Yeah. Um, two just I don't know. To out be of polite. Respect. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> For the institution that it created, I guess. Yeah. Um, without it, I wouldn't have come in third place in that talent show in year six. True that. And that's a big third moment place. in my life. Wow. Thank you. Mm. Well done. What about you? Uh, one. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe if I'd watched it after a less stressful day at work, maybe a two. Okay, if an hour was shaved off it. Oh yeah, for it would sure. Have bumped up, and you just condensed yeah. all the comedy. They took half of it out of there. Would be and half of the so villains. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> that's done, Zoe. Yeah, Zoe. Now, Sorry, you had to go through that. We, you don't. You said you didn't know how you felt about it. I hope that's, yeah, solidified some feelings. If not, you're totally welcome to feel however you feel about it. But that was dog yeah. shit and I hated every second of and it. I'm so sorry that you dated that guy Yeah, who kept pestering you and then sat you down oh, to watch it. Imagine, imagine being sat down to watch this movie. Mm. This two and a half not always funny comedy. God damn it. Alex, I guess you could say we're on a mission from God. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was said. Uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mission from God. Okay, that was the Blues Brothers. The Elwood Brothers. We release episodes <laughs> weekly, so please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And please join us next week when we watch another movie. We don't know what it is yet, but we will let you know on the socials. Ow! Ow! And if you wow. want to keep up with us and what movies we are reviewing, please fo- follow us on those socials that yep. you Sorry. aforementioned. No, no, look, we broke script and uh, I... I need to learn to improv. Okay, this movie's um, <laughs> fucked with our brain. I literally feel like someone has taken a potato masher and just gone, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude Cinema pod on all of the socials and ladies guide to Dude Cinema on Facebook or guide to Dude Cinema at gmail.com is the, the general vibe of that paragraph. <laughs> yeah. Right. So good. And also I'm going to vibe I'm just in. so excited to have a new apartment. <laughs> I know. It's so, man, It's so, we should have just talked about that for 45 minutes. Yes. Let's describe each room. Okay. Well, it's beautiful and spacious. Thank you. Open plan living. Oh Guys, if you are on iTunes, uh, please give us five stars. Um, usually I'd put a spill on that. Again, I'm tired and I'm really excited to look at Alex's new apartment online. <laughs> Uh, and as always, we have a Patreon. Uh, we're doing lots of fun things over there. So please jump over if you have five bucks a month. That would be great. All right, Alex. Yes, Beck. Let's take a nap. Uh, yeah. Akumite to you. And to you and yours. Mm-hmm.